Good morning, besties, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee with Shay. Hey, I am your host, Shy Shay, however you pronounce it. I don't care. Today's drink of the day is a latte made by my Nespresso with the butter chocolate chip cookie creamer because it is truly delicious and I love it. If you haven't tried it before, even if you're like a girly like me who can't drink dairy, I totally recommend it because it did not make my stomach upset and I could still drink it. So I have some life updates for you all, but nothing too juicy because I can't really say anything juicy has happened in my life. I can say though that the juiciest thing is my depression. Um, I have, uh, I have just been struggling a lot with my depression I'm still working like at our local university and that has been a little bit more challenging for me. I have identified that I am burnt out and that's been a big thing in my mind because I think I am not being stimulated enough. As someone who has ADHD, I need to be stimulated and unfortunately because of the way training has been set up, it has been a slow buildup. But I found out that this past week I have been helping train to do some certain appointments and now I'm going to be doing appointments next week and I'm a little bit nervous about doing appointments. Uh, I've already brought all of this stuff up to like my boss's attention and we're working through that so no need to worry. I got my caseload and to be honest I'm very happy with getting the caseload I got um, as a psych minor and really it being what I focus on in my collegiate career I'm proud of being able to work with other psych students so woo woo. I am still working through my burnout and trying to combat it as much as possible. Um, Okay, so other updates come from the fact that we have had some chilly weather lately, which brings me to how harsh the winter months are about to be on me. I literally just recently had to park like a mile away from my building. And also the fact that fact is, is that I get really depressed during the winter months. And so I've had a couple breakdowns lately. We're not ready. We're not prepared. We did get some new medication, but we have had some breakdowns here lately about burnout and our job. But if you didn't know this, we had the funeral for my dad almost two years ago, basically like two days before Christmas, which is his favorite holiday. So as you can imagine, this holiday season is very hard for me and it will always be hard for me. I think every year it seems to not get any easier for me and I can't simply fathom a day where I can talk about my dad's passing without crying. So we've got that. I recently talked to my brother and we talked about having my dad's ashes coming up soon and we discussed kind of like the energy I feel like that brings to my home. As happy as I am to have a piece of my dad because it's literally a piece of him, I'm not happy with having a piece of him like in a baggie. I find it very hard to discuss him still because I constantly think I'm always thinking about like the what ifs of him and it's hard to really put into words how I feel not seeing him as much as I should have. Mind you, he died at the peak of COVID, so you have to take that into account. I live with a lot of regrets when it comes to him and how I handled his death that I now pay for. But on a brighter note, I did get into some 6 a.m. hot girl work, hot girl walking grind with my walking buddy, but that really, that did not work out. I do find that getting movement in throughout the day, especially since most days I'm sitting behind a computer hunched over for about eight hours a day it's very important to get movement in 
Also, how do people combat the depression of having an office? I literally get depressed thinking about sitting in my office all day because it has not been made to feel like home. So I really did actually spend like eight, like a hundred dollars. I said eight, like a hundred dollars on my office and decorations, but it still doesn't feel like my space yet. It doesn't feel like my home. And no matter how much I add to it, it still feels like I'm just sitting in an office being sad all day. This isn't to say I hate my office, but I wish I was sitting in the comfort of my home instead of, like, instead of being in the office like I was over the summer. I was literally so spoiled working in the comfort of my home every day. So I'm looking for tips on how to make your office feel like home if anyone has an office. Um, Decorations they want to give me, that'd be great. All of this to say, I've been feeling extremely burnt out and I'm not sure truly how to get out of this weird funk. It's been on my game about, I have been on my game about affirmations and lately I've leveled up and decided that I would do affirmations in the mirror and it's been a game changer saying them to myself. If you don't do affirmations, I recommend that you do affirmations in your mirror every day and tell yourself how much you love and value yourself instead of tearing yourself down in the mirror. So that has been very, very helpful. That is just the Lee the life update of me. It's very quick. It's really kind of just depressing and that's why I didn't focus on it as much. But after this brief ad, let's get into the topic of boundaries. Okay, thank you for listening to that brief ad. I appreciate you all listening to this podcast because while it doesn't make me money, it does bring me pure joy that can't be matched. So today's topic is about boundaries. I want to discuss healthy and not healthy boundaries and spend a little time discussing the importance of boundaries in your life. So first off, I was a complete pushover, honey. Like it has been bad my entire life until high school. In high school, I learned that I could control things more, especially being older and being a child of trauma, I learned that school was very much the only place I could actually control. So that being said, a child of trauma often does not know what boundaries are. And at that time, I didn't, that's what, okay. At that time, I didn't, but that's what I was doing in school, was trying to learn boundaries. When you come from trauma, you often deal with lack of boundaries from your caretakers, and your caretakers definitely don't show you what boundaries are. So what I mean by that is like you deal with lack of boundaries from them, like say your parents, caretaker, whoever was the adult in your life growing up, they lacked boundaries, and then you don't know what boundaries look like because they don't show you what boundaries are. So for me, my parents were boundaryless, and it's taking a lot in me to admit that now because I know they'll be listening to this thinking that wasn't me, but it was because it was. (laughs) Anyways, I like to think high school was my complete villain error because I was a bitch. Because of the deep-rooted lack of boundaries from my parents, such as never being allowed to laugh at my phone without them telling me to give it to them, I had my door threatened to be taken off the hinges, I could have my phone looked at at any time, and many other examples where my parents didn't give me a single ounce of privacy, and because I was under the roof, I was constantly told what to do by them and never allowed to have privacy. I find this hysterical because my child will never go through what I did, and I will not repeat any parenting tips that came from my childhood. Now, do I want to be my child's bestie like my grandpa was for me? Heck yeah, I do. But at the same time, I also learned a lot of things that I don't want to do from my childhood. 
So anyways, back to my villain era of high school. This is where I blossom into the true bitch that I really am, okay? Because at my core, that's who I am. I like to say I'm less of a bitch because truly I would not do the things I did in high school again. I was constantly yelling at and patronizing men. I was constantly degrading people, constantly trying my hardest to be the loudest and toughest girl in the room. So I know some high school friends of mine would agree that I was always competing to be the loudest. I like to call this shy thinks she was setting boundaries with people, but she was in fact just being a bitch. And that's what I was, a bitch. Now, I do believe I was trying my hardest to set boundaries with people and be so controlling because I had no control in my life actually at all. Boundaries are identified as a line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line, according to Google. I tried to tell people where my limits were, but it came out aggressive. I was very aggressive. A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. -E. Yes, I was. That was me. <laughs> um, I didn't have the tools in my toolkit, a little therapy moment there, to set boundaries, but also set appropriate and kind boundaries. I also like to say that I didn't know when others had boundaries and how to respect them. I blame a lot of this on the fact that my parents never let me have boundaries. And so when others are showing their boundaries, it would offend me because I lack boundaries myself. Let me say this again for my besties who don't get it in the back, okay? When you're upset at someone's boundaries, it is because you lack boundaries yourself. I had to learn this very, very quickly. I had a friendship and I'm gonna do a side note. I had a friendship within the last couple years um, and that person had 97,000 boundaries. I swear to God, this person had like a million boundaries on things and I lacked boundaries and didn't have the respect for their boundaries. And so a lot of times we would just get into fights because I lacked boundaries and then they also like had really tough boundaries. So at the end of the day, like I was the problem. It wasn't their boundaries that were the problem. Even if I felt like they were tough and even to this day, I'm still like, dang, that's a lot of tough boundaries. I don't understand why that person had those boundaries, but I do now and I realize like, it's okay that that person had boundaries. I just lacked the respect for other people's boundaries. And in high school, I definitely lacked boundaries and did not have the respect for others' boundaries. It is so common in female relationships for you to lack boundaries with other women. It's so, so easy. And I, I definitely want to use the best term possible, but like in relationships with other women, it is so easy for you to lack boundaries and to be boundaryless. And so because I have relationships that were boundaryless, I did lack boundaries and I'm trying to learn boundaries at the same time and I do really distinctly remember like having relationships that were like entirely way too close back in the day. And I do miss some of those relationships, but I miss it because it gave me an opportunity to be so completely codependent on a person that had no boundaries and I had no boundaries. And so we were just codependent on each other. So like I said, it didn't help that most of my friends also lacked boundaries. Fast forward to college, we're 18, we're moved out for the first time in our life, I had a lot more control over my life, and I finally had boundaries. 
So this was actually a very hard time because I was involved with someone and I'm not going to bash the family because that's not what I'm trying to do. But their family also lacked boundaries in a sense that they were all really, really close. And I was finally learning to say no and that wasn't accepted. So I distinctly remember a time... I didn't want to hang Christmas tree ornaments and I threw a fit over it, which is that's on its own immature. And it ended up being a huge, large battle in the household because I simply was being a brat during that time. But also the fact that they lacked boundaries did not help. So it's very easy for parents to be like, you say no to me, no. You're not allowed to say no to me. You're not allowed to be the person that says no okay you can't say no to your parents or any authority figure and that doesn't sit well with me especially now because I'm willing to say no to anything and authority figures I'm gonna say no to and I'm even learning like this in my life right now with like work and stuff of being able to say no and knowing I have autonomy over myself and having autonomy over yourself means that you can say no to things. And so I'm allowed to say no. I'm allowed to be like, no, I don't want to do something. But I was dating basically a pushover and that part person lacked a lot of boundaries for themselves and for me. And so at this time, I was trying to find my voice, and because of my weird family upbringing, that was actually brought up um, in the first time I knew something was wrong with me. So I'm going to talk about this a little bit. I knew something was wrong with me when I had a conversation with this person's family, and they were just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, nothing, nothing is wrong with me. And they're like, the way you were raised, and like... The conversation brought up was just really attacking me at the time and attacking everything I'd ever learned. And I kind of realize now that that was really needed because that was the pivotal moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I, you know, could have this diagnosis, I could have this diagnosis. And I knew that I wasn't as, quote, normal as I thought I was. And this was a time where I had, I would say my first awakening where I was like, I need to go to therapy. I need to get myself help. I need to work on myself. And so I did, and I had reached out to be diagnosed, but that was really expensive. It wasn't until like later years when I was 20 that I got diagnosed with my first, which was bipolar disorder. And then, you know, until I was 23 to be diagnosed with ADHD. But at the end of the day, that was a really good waking moment, despite the boundaryless conversation, because in no way do I think that somebody else needs to bring this up that isn't family or isn't my friends. Did I think that someone needed to bring up this topic? No, but they did. And while it lacked so many boundaries and it crossed so many lines for me, thank you for making me realize that I, in fact, did have something going on with me and I needed to get that worked on. And I needed to get that fixed. So anyways, so we're going to fast forward just a little bit and we're going to talk about freshman year. So freshman year of college, I was, I was talking about that already, but like fast forward to like the next semester, but freshman year, um, I had a friend and he is going to listen to this. Hey, um, who knew clear boundaries 
And we're still friends to this day. And it's insane how much he knew he didn't like for others to do. So I was super envious of him because I didn't understand like boundaries and clear boundaries. Like he would be like, no, I don't want to go do something. No, I don't want to hang out with this person. Um, No, I don't want to hang out with you. No, I don't have time. And it was kind of insane to me that this person had boundaries. And remember, when you lack boundaries, at first it seems like others' boundaries are like meant to keep you out, but other people's boundaries are not meant to keep you out. It's meant to keep them safe and keep them feeling secure within themselves. And so this person was not forcing me out. This person was genuinely trying to, you know, keep themselves safe and keep themselves happy. And that includes having boundaries. And so I was definitely very envious of this person because I was like, how the heck do you have boundaries? And I'm still envious to this day because I'm always like, you have such clear boundaries with pretty much everyone in your life minus family, but like everyone in your life and I really really appreciate that because you can say no to people and I'm not always able to say no because I feel simply like I don't have the ability to say no to people and I do I can say no to people but like at the time I I was still a pushover at 18 years old still a pushover and I get that I understand that I was a pushover and that's okay because I worked on it and I'm working on it now Um, but this friendship changed a lot of how I view friendships. So I would say at first it was probably hard for me to respect his boundaries, but slowly over time, I noticed the shift and effect it had on me and my ability to say no. So like I had just said, I felt like I could say no more often. And that was very helpful for me because where I lacked boundaries, I felt like he didn't. And we spent a lot of time together. My freshman year, we did. We spent so much time together that um, semester that we were really close. And he was still able to have clear boundaries with me and clearly say, no, I don't want to hang out. No, I don't want to go out. Um, He was not a partier, not a drinker. He did not go out to parties. I did my freshman year because I simply couldn't say no to friends and I was pushed into a lot of situations I was uncomfortable with because I couldn't have my voice and I didn't know how to say no. And so I did have a lot of uncomfortable situations where um, I didn't want to go party or I didn't want to drink or I didn't want to do something and I still did it anyways. And this also goes with like my ability to like not say no in a lot of other situations in life. And so I've definitely found myself in uncomfortable situations where um, I, I should have said no, but I didn't say no. All this to say that like my freshman year, definitely still a pushover, but I started to find my voice a little bit more because I knew I was an adult and I could be an adult. Um, I definitely started saying no to my family a lot more, started being able to say, no, I don't want to do this. No, I don't like how you're acting. I distinctly remember a time, and this was something that was said at my grandpa's funeral, and I told him to go fuck himself. And I, it was either like, go fuck yourself or go f- or fuck off. I think it was something like that. And this was because he was like getting on my nerves, aggravating me, upsetting me. He was pushing my boundaries. I didn't like that. And I was like, I'm going to leave the next day. I'm going to leave and I'm not staying here anymore. And my grandpa, the next morning, got up 
and he made me pancakes and he was apologizing for what he did and he felt bad for what he did and I believe that he felt bad but there was at no point and no part of me who wanted to stay there and knew that if I wanted to keep my boundaries, then I had to leave. And that's what I did the next day. And that's what I'm trying to emphasize here is that boundaries are not easy. And it is never easy to say no. It is never easy to have boundaries with people that you love. But what isn't easy is having people walk all over you and not being able to say no and not have those boundaries with people. And so while that's a sad story and I look back now and I'm like, gosh, I wish I would have stayed because I didn't know that he was going to pass, all of these things. I realized that like keeping those boundaries with my family though kept me really safe in how I felt. Like there are a lot of times where I had boundaries like you know, my graduation, they were running behind and I was a little snappy about it. And I was like, this is my boundary. You needed to be here. You needed to show up. And while they did show up, it was like late. And that's like something I don't, I don't like is when people show up late to things, especially very important things. And so that was a boundary of mine and that was crossed. And I emphasize how important that was to me. So college was just a time where I just figured out like, you know, a voice, all of those things. Now into my first career, I lacked a lot of boundaries, but you couldn't have boundaries. I worked in ABA and there were no boundaries. You couldn't say no. You couldn't say I'm not going to do anything. You were every single day being forced to do something that you didn't want to do. And that was so hard for me. And I had a boss that literally told me no to using the bathroom. And that's so difficult because it's like, what the fuck do you mean I can't go use the bathroom? And that clear boundaries on his part. Great. That's awesome. But that's denying a basic human right. And I just was not able to have any boundaries. I had no boundaries with my coworkers. They were all uncomfortably close with each other. And it was so uncomfortable how they talked about each other and talked to each other. And it was like to a point where it was just like, you guys clearly are all codependent on each other. And it's like this little click. And I don't like that. That's not a part of who I am. So I ended up leaving that job, going to a new job. We've already talked about this in post-grad life, but I'm trying to talk about like work boundaries too, because that's important. You need to have boundaries with your job. And so I had a job where I had more leniency and I was able to say no, but there came a time where they were like, we're switching your entire caseload. You're going to be going to this place and no longer doing the things that you need to be doing and no longer doing the things that you were doing either. And so I switched an entire different caseload and it completely derailed all of like my mental health, completely made me feel really bad. Like it was just a really tough time. And the reason that that happened is because I couldn't say no and there were no boundaries versus like now we're in my, my I had my last job, couldn't say no, couldn't have boundaries, all of those things. And this job, I'm able to say, no, I have boundaries. I'm able to say, no, I don't want to do stuff. I'm able to have a voice in my, in my job. I have accommodations for my disability and all of these things. I'm able to just truly say no. And a job is just a job at the end of the day. You are so important 
and not setting clear boundaries with your job is is not okay. You cannot be answering a phone call after your after job after hours. You cannot be answering an email. You can't because people will then make that the expectation. When you don't have boundaries, people then view that as the expectation. I expect them to be a pushover. I expect them to answer my call. I expect them to answer my text. I expect them to do this. I expect them to do every single little tiny thing that I need. And I will not settle because I need them to do all of these things. And it's so frustrating to me because the expectation is something you set yourself. You did that. Like you are the reason that people expect to call you after work hours. You are the reason that your boss makes you do the things that like, I'm not saying you're the reason that your boss makes you do horrible things, but I am saying like, if you're not saying no to things that you don't truly want to do, and even in a work environment, you have the ability to say no, that's on you and that's your fault. You lack boundaries and relationships with other other people, if it's other women, whatever it is, if you're lacking boundaries in those relationships, take a look at yourself and say, do I even have boundaries? Do I even know what those are? Have have I ever taken a day and said no to this person? Have I ever said, no, I don't want to do something? I found that like a lot of new moms also like a lot of new moms learn these boundaries because they have to start saying no to people but it's also really hard to have boundaries with like having a child and having family and being like okay this is how I want to raise my child and they're like no don't raise your child like that that's not how I want to raise my child like you're allowed to say no as a new parent, you're allowed to say no. As a as a, an employee, you're allowed to say no. In a relationship, you're allowed to say no. Do not put yourself in uncomfortable and unsafe situations because you don't have the ability to say no. And if you think that you're gonna hurt someone else's feelings, guess what? That's not your problem. If you are hurting someone else's feelings because you have clear expectations and boundaries, that's not your fault. Those boundaries are meant to keep you safe and to keep you out of harm's way. And so if you're setting clear boundaries for yourself, it's to keep you safe. It's to keep you happy. It's to keep that mental health. A1, top one, what A1, day one, I don't know what the saying is. It's to keep your mental health top priority. And if you are upset at other people's boundaries, it's probably because you lack boundaries yourself. And if you don't understand someone's boundary, you can ask, hey, um, you did say no to hanging out. Can I ask why? And I'm not asking and don't ask in a way and say I'm not asking because I don't want because I don't respect your boundaries. It's just because I'm trying to understand your boundaries a little bit more and just understand people's boundaries. Take a little time and ask the why question. And the, it's uncomfortable to ask people why, like, why don't you want to hang out? Why don't you want to be around me? You don't want to ask that, but you want to say like, hey, why don't you want to hang out? Why don't you want to go to this new bar? People will explain that. And I have boundaries and it's like, say my job wants me to work on the evenings and I say no. I'm allowed to say no for one. And two, the second thing is, is 
if they ask why, I can just simply say, I don't like taking, I don't like getting my evenings taken away. I already have very little pay, very little, all of these things. There's no reason that I need my evenings taken away. If a coworker is asking you to switch a shift and you can't switch a shift, you can say no. If your boss is asking you to work 15 hours a day, you can say no, that is not okay. You're allowed to say no in situations. You have the power and you have the autonomy over yourself. Give yourself autonomy over yourself because saying no with people and saying, I don't want to do this, it's not meant to keep people away. It's to keep you safe in your mental health top priority. I keep repeating the same things, but I cannot emphasize enough the importance of just saying no to people. And the importance of just keeping yourself and your mental health a priority. Because at the end of the day, all you've got is yourself and that's the most important. You're allowed to say no to your partner. You're allowed to say no to your friends. You're allowed to say no to your parents. You're allowed to say no to people. You're allowed to say no to your your work. Saying no is okay. Boundaries are simply put in place in order to protect our peace. We wanna protect our peace. And if that means saying no to something, I'm gonna say no to something. And remember that other people are also doing the same thing. They're just trying to protect their peace and that is why they have boundaries. At the end of the day, we're all just trying to protect our peace and we're all just trying to take care of ourselves. And people have reasonings for why they do stuff. And sometimes we can ask why and sometimes it's best to just take the answer of no. Anyways, thank you for listening. I went on a whole tangent there for the past like 25 minutes, basically of just like boundaries and stuff. And I probably could go on and and talk about it a little bit more, but I want this to be one of my shorter episodes and I want it to be not super long, but just long enough that it's like a quick little listen while you're on your drive or whatever it is. Um, you're doing a little bit of work or whatever. So um, if you could all leave reviews on Apple or Spotify or Anchor or wherever you're listening to this from, that would be great. I love reading reviews. I love knowing what I'm doing um, is impacting other people. Please send me messages. I just got a message the other day and it was the sweetest thing I've ever heard. And it made me really happy to know that I'm impacting other people in a positive way. I do this not because I make money off of this. I do this because it's important to me. And I appreciate people understanding my love for for doing this and my love for my podcast. And I love my podcast and I love talking to every single person who listens to my podcast. So please shoot me a message. Please leave a review. I appreciate it. Have a great day.